welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with... Jeff Rappaport. Today, guys, this will be episode two in uh, in our series of uh, case studies. And um, if you didn't listen to that last episode, go back and catch that. Uh, we were talking about a deal that uh, Jeff posted in our Facebook group, the Creative Financing Facebook group. Um, he he uh, posted a deal that he's working on and he posted all the numbers in there and we we're asking uh, you guys to go in and come up with some creative financing offers. Um, so the short of it is uh, as far as details, ARV 235, uh, the seller really wants 200K. He owes only 31,000. Uh, his monthly payment is 350 a month PITI. It rents, it could rent for 1250 to 1350. Um, and, you know, he was initially close to the idea of taking payments for his equity, but then he said that, you know, he would need at least $10,000 up front to carry terms. Um, taxes, if you were to use it as a rental, it'd be about 2100 or a year in taxes. Um, so the last episode, uh, Jeff just had me kind of spitball through some offers that I would make, um, and uh, the last thing we talked about is doing a seller subordination. I said 180K down, uh, excuse me, <laughs> purchase price of 180K, um, 51K down. That would wipe out the existing debt and uh, put about 20 grand in the seller's pocket. And then we had asked him to carry a note of, uh, at least my offer was 129K uh, at 3% interest for six years. And um, Jeff, I think you asked me, well, now you're going to ask me, well, what yeah, what's your exit from here? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let, let's talk about um, your subordination. I, I already have a good feel for um, what you would do with, um, with the first two, if they were to get accepted, it's most likely going to be a rehab for you. And uh, although with your new offers, you could probably go in and even wholesale it if that's what you wanted to do. So, yeah. um, so yeah, tell me what, what, uh, if, if he was to accept your, your new seller subordination offer, tell me, you know, exit strategy wise, who would you be looking for? And, you know, uh, what, what do you think that you'd be able to to sell the property or rent the property, whatever it is that you're going to do, what do you think you'd be able to get? So um, <clears throat> I would be looking to sell it to an owner occupant. Um, and so I, what I, I, what I'm working through right now is, so if I was to go and borrow uh, in this scenario, if I was to go and borrow say $51,000 mm -hmm. uh, 
in first position on a property as is that's worth two at least 200 two, right yeah, 200 um and i I'd say i got that money at eight percent that'd be four thousand eighty a year divide 12 that's 340 dollars a month for the first note and then um if we did that 129k for the second note at three percent interest it'd be amortized over 360 months uh the payment for that would be 543.87 um so you know right you know roughly what 883 884 right there for huh? payment. so uh i could stay in this and um create a new note for uh an owner you're gonna be at what maybe a thousand fifty um with taxes and insurance principal and uh and then your interest only payment right yeah. and i wouldn't in that vicinity would you agree yep yeah. yeah. plus yeah so if you were to okay. add that insurance about one about the yeah thousand thirty three thousand fifty yep that's pretty close so if I can go out there and find an owner occupant um, that can pay, even if I was to sell it at, you know, that 200, I'd try to mark it up a little more than that, 220 or something. Would you do any work to it? I would try not to. No, that's, okay. that's the so key. Kind of do it as is. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would try to pass it on um, and, you know, just let them, let the owner occupant know that uh, does need a little bit of work, but that, you know, they can make it their own. Um, yeah, depending on the condition, like we don't know yeah. that for sure. Yep. Uh, so we, that's something we would have to verify before we closed on it, but I wouldn't want to put any money into it. I would want to market for uh, an owner occupant, someone that can come and, um, you know, put 10 to 20% down. Uh, so you're selling it for 200. Let's say you get someone for 20,000 down. Um, you're financing them for 180. Is that yep. right? Yep. yep. 180. Uh, what are you going to charge them? Uh, I would charge them like 5% interest just because I think that's fair. I mean, where interest rates are now and that would still make it affordable, but this is something we'd have to play with because um, I would want to be, uh, I would want to stay in the middle, I think on this one. Um, yeah. So that would get you 966 a month principal and interest and you're at what um 543 plus i don't remember what the yeah. private loan was I, yeah, um, 340 a month so so uh, you've got about an 80 85 dollar spread right now something yeah. like that yeah so so maybe, maybe a little maybe higher interest rate higher interest or remember yeah. it would rent for um you know at 13. least 1250 yeah so. 1250 13 so if we can get closer to that payment yeah, exactly that's what we're trying to achieve here right so one yeah, i mean even at six percent you're you're at a thousand seventy nine so what what if we raise the principal to me you want to be around six and a half percent which would be eleven hundred and thirty seven dollars Okay, six. So yeah, I like that. Six point five. So one eighty. I'm just plugging this into my calculator now. <clears throat> See, six point five. 
percent interest, 360 amortization. Yeah, 1,036 principal and interest, not including insurance and. Yeah, but you're not paying that. So yeah, you just, care. Um, you're passing that on. Yep. So this puts you what about three hundred dollars a month? Is that right? Yep. Uh, yeah, and cash flow. Yeah. Well, which all right, and yeah, you know, I, I like to be a little more, but that's okay. Um, but where, where does the twenty grand go that you get? It was in my pocket. That's right. Uh, all of it. Yeah. So and, twenty grand, and uh, you know, roughly three hundred dollars a month pretty close to that um for how long six years so Until, unless they refinanced right so let, let's call it five years right um and so that's another eighteen thousand. i i know you're you're only making three hundred dollars but what, what do you got to do to this property nothing that's my right objective. don't i don't want to do anything to it i want to pass that on to the owner occupant um i want to sell on terms so yeah you're not worried about being called in six months that you know the roof is leaking or um you know the siding's falling off or whatever <laughs> right no i don't okay, so hopefully you know, five years from now you, you're gonna make another eighteen thousand monthly yeah uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the seller or the buyer, six and a half percent, 37 in five years, the, the buyer still owes you 168000 basically $500. And you owe the seller um what is it 129 is that what the balance yeah, 129 yep three percent that was the note yeah 129 your payments 543 and in 60 months you owe 114 plus uh, your 50 that you still owe your private lender, right? Yep. So th there's not lots of cash on the back end for you. Uh, no. But small payday on the back end, a little bit of cash flow over time. Yeah. And then 20K up front. Yeah. So it becomes more of, uh, for you, more of a marginal deal of whether you stay in. But um, I mean, the, the upfront money is good. Uh, yeah, you know, make twenty grand. Yep. So that's how I would look at it. Okay. Uh, as far as seller subordination, <clears throat> and, so. and you're going to be surprised, Jonathan. Actually, maybe you're not because we've been doing this for almost three years, and you're you're certainly know where my mind is going. Um, so really quickly, uh, so I offered one hundred and forty-five thousand and some change for cash. I offered 155 uh, for short-term financing. I did $20,000 down and $1,000 a month because it, it, here's my thought process on that. I know everyone is trying to put as little money down as possible and I, I'm a big proponent. However, on short-term financing, 
I, it's more important that I get that seller to accept, right? Um, this is short term. I can come up with 20 grand. My buyers can come up with 20 grand. That That's not going to be an issue. So offer enough that makes sense that, you know, it puts you in the running to get this accepted. Um, I offered a thousand dollars a month principal only because again, I, it doesn't really matter. Every time I have to make a payment, it's coming right off of what I owe. And uh, even if the, the seller has got to pay that underlying loan and maybe a thousand dollars is more than what I'd like, you know, th this isn't a big rehab. This isn't going to take a long time. And uh, if you're going to make a payment, uh, it's always nice when it's principal only. Yeah. Okay. And then my offer <coughs> was very similar to yours. I offered 175000 and I offered $50,000 as a uh, down payment and have the seller subordinate 125000 The only difference was is that I'm paying them $500 a month principal only payments for the next four years. And so at the end of it, I was going to owe him 101. Yeah. It's always important to me. You know, if I want to stay in the middle of this, I want this to pay down. If I'm going to buy this and, you know, refinance at some point, I need this to pay down. And, you know, because we're getting in with no money down, right? Yep. I know that we're creating some equity, but, uh, yeah, I, I want there to be some principal pay down. Uh, so over the course of four years, I get $24,000. I, I get 20% pay down. Um, you said 500 to to them. Yep, 500 a month principal only. Okay, cool. So I'll tell you though, it was not accepted. Um, so they they countered. They, they actually like this deal the best, right? So they the subordination. Countered. What's that? They like the subordination. Yeah. Though? Yep. Okay. Which, you know, that they told us that they really weren't open to this, but that they liked it the best. Here's what they said. They said, we really could use more money up front. Um. Yeah, so that ten thousand really wasn't ten thousand. It's more like thirty-five, forty thousand. Huh. And so I said, "We'll up it by ten grand." So we'll do sixty thousand. Um, uh, however, you're going to allow us to borrow seventy thousand against the property because one. I'm either going to go put that into the property and um, use it for the repairs so I still have no money in it, or I'm going to sell it as is and I just get to put that more, much more in my pocket if I want to. Um, I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, second, um, I upped the price by five grand. So now we're at 180. So I think that's right where you were at. Yep. Um, however, it stayed $500 a month, principal only. And now I changed the 48 months to 
to 66 months. So now we're going five and a half years. So they wanted something. I gave it to them. Actually, I gave them two things. I gave them more money up front. I gave them a higher purchase price. Yeah. However, um, I want, hey, if, you, if you're going to deal with that, then I want a longer term with more principal pay down. And um, so at the end of 66 months, the balloon payment that I owe them um, is about 87,000. So I, I will only owe 147, 157,000 at the end of, um, you know, five and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So really I big... also believe that I can borrow this money at 6%. And here's why. Um, one, I'm not going to a professional lender, right? I, I, that, that is not the goal here. Um, what I am going to do is I would go on my RIA site and I would post something. And basically I would say, look, I'm not allowed to guarantee payments, but this is as close to a guarantee as you're going to ever get. Um, I am looking for 60 or $70,000 for the next five, five and a half years. You'll be paid such and such each month, 6% interest um, at a 30% loan to value, something yeah. 25% loan to value. And, uh, and the reason that I think I can get is that uh, I am looking for people that have self-directed IRAs that are not doing much with it. Uh, maybe they're in the stock market and it's up and down and, um, and here, yeah, you're right. You're not getting the, the eight or 10%. You know, you're not a hard money lender. I'm not paying you hard money rates. I'm paying you 6%, which is a lot better than you can get. And tell me a better secured way of getting it. I mean, literally you have zero to worry about. Um, you hope that we die, that the buyer dies, everyone dies, uh, the seller dies, and you end up with this property for 60 grand, right? Um, yeah. uh, and keep in mind, the seller is still owed 120 grand. Are they going to, if, if, if the, the lender is going to lose their money, that means the seller loses theirs because they're in second position. So the seller's never letting that happen. Not when they're still owed 120 grand. Plus, you've got so much equity in this property that, that there's just no way to lose. Absolutely yeah. none. Yeah. I am going to sell this to an owner occupant, just like you were, Jonathan. Um, you know, I'm going to get 20. I, I'm going to sell for 220 um, at least. And we'll see what kind of condition the property's in. And if I need to, then I'll use that 10 grand. I, I might not be able to do everything, but I can do enough. <coughs> uh, I'm going to sell for 220, maybe 225, maybe more. Um, I'm going to get 20, $25,000 down. I'm going to finance someone around the $200,000 range. Are you following me here? Yep. Okay. Typing in these notes. 200,000. Let's say at oh, maybe five and a half percent, maybe six. Um, so 
I'm going to collect somewhere between 11.30 and 11.99 a month. My payment's going to be, uh, let's just say it's 60,000 times 6%. My payment's $800 a month. Um, so I'm going to make 350 to $400 a month cash flow. And that's if, yeah, I, I sell it around that 225 range. You're going to give them what you're going to give your seller four years or your owner occupant. I'm sorry, your owner occupant. No, we're, we're going to drag this out five years. Cause I got five and a half years and I'm making $500 a month every time that they make a payment. Yep. Okay. So at the end, um, and future value, they'll let's see. Did it so do let's that? see. Hundred. They'll still owe you one hundred and eighty-six. See two hundred thousand. Yep. Present value six six percent interest uh, amortized over three sixty. The payment was one thousand yeah, one eighty-six. Yep. One oh seven. Uh, I will. Oh, let's see. eighty-seven. You said. Well, 87 plus 60. So, because okay. um, I still have that private loan. So, 147. Um, and they'll owe how much? They'll owe now 186, 108. And, then, and I'm, I still owe, oh, it's a little more. 147. It's a little more than that because. You know, we're basing it on 60 months rather than 66. Yeah. So it's another $3,000. So it's 90, I would owe about 150. So my, what's my payday? Like 35, 36,000. Yeah. yeah. So, so <coughs> I'm making 25 up front. Plus I'm getting, yeah, let's be conservative. 350 a month times 60 months. That's another 21,000. Plus another thirty-five thousand at the end. Is that about yep. right? Yep. That's a big payday on a house that um, no that you can buy and sell. And seriously, I would expect this to be that this will be done start to finish within thirty days and preferably two weeks. Yeah. So just to compare our offers, the, the one big thing that you did differently, I mean, because our purchase prices were about the same and yep. almost the same down, but you offered principal only where, as I, you know, just offered to amortize it over yep. 3%. So uh, just a lesson to you guys out there, you know, try offering principal only payments first. And if they don't like that, if they say, well, I want a little interest, then, you know, you can revert back to giving them, you know, a little bit of interest uh, on that on that note. And remember, um, yeah, we we upped this price by twenty five thousand uh, more than the, the next offer, right? Yeah. So, hey, if you now granted that that's all they're making over five and a half years is one eighty, right? I, I'm not yep. offering them any interest. Nope. However, um, price wasn't as important to this guy. What was more important is getting the money up front that he needs to go do whatever it is that he's going to do. And then the monthly payment can help subsidize his new payment for a while. So, yeah, um, yeah that, that's really what it comes down to. So understanding, you know, and 
I knew that there was something going on with the price, right? You don't have someone that's kind of adamant about 200 and then they're like, yeah, I'll take 150. Um, now, what, what I gathered from that was this guy is motivated. He wants to make something happen now. And uh, you know, my, my view is when you ask me for 150, I'm going to be really close cash-wise. But cash is like my least favorite way to go. Um, you know, I'm a wholesaler. Uh, unless I can get it super cheap, um, you know, that, that, that's the goal is we're, we're most likely just going to wholesale. I, I don't want to deal with hard money. Um, so I, I'm going to come in less, maybe not a lot less than what you're asking. And I was at 145.720. So, um, however, I'm going to probably offer you as much as you wanted or more on the short term. And I'll try to figure out a way to get you enough money up front so it makes sense. I'd much rather you take this offer. This gives me more options. Um, I could still sell it, wholesale it to a rehabber, to a buy and hold. Uh, I could wholetail it much easier. Um, this just gives me more flexibility. And then, hey, what else can I offer? And um, I, I can tell you, yeah, I probably can make, you know, 20-ish thousand on option three and option two. How much did we decide I, I would make over five years on option one? Um, 35. Oh, at the end, yeah, 35 at the end. It's like $78,000 or so. Yeah, over that five years. Yeah, well, and, and maybe the cash flow is not like the best. Uh, so what? Do 10 of these a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that... Uh, that really illustrates how to uh, make a marginal deal a phenomenal deal um, just by that one little, uh, just by asking for principal only, that one little key piece of information right there, right? Principal well, only. And, and, yeah, Jonathan, here's the one last thing I want to wrap up with. Um, when you own, when, when, you, when people are starting to create passive income for themselves, most of them do it through rentals, right? And... Uh, but which is great. Uh, you still get the appreciation, you get the depreciation, so you get some tax benefits. Yeah. However, when you're just starting out, rentals cost money. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you don't have a bunch of money to, you know, sit in the side to deal with whatever vacancies or, you know, whatever repairs and maintenance that are going to come along, they can really start to bury you really quickly. Here, you are getting paid really well um, up front. So, uh, hey, if you're just starting out, it's like you just had a really good wholesale. You just made $25,000. Uh, that goes in your, your, your bank account, right? Now you can yep. go use that how you need. Now you've got the cash flow coming in, $350. Um, and you, you're going to get paid again. Yes, you will no longer have the cash flow. But so what? Stagger these, right? Now do yeah. a few every year. Some will cash out next year, the year after. Some will cash out. But you continue to replace them or build on it. Some may be you. Yeah. This might have made sense if the taxes didn't go up to lease option rather than sell on a, a contract. But there wasn't much of a, a cash flow. And you get 
penalized for doing it as a rental. So right. um, keep that in mind, right? That uh, if you're just getting started or you're you're low on funds, I mean, how much how much in funds do you need here? I even None. decided in the second option, I'm going to borrow some of the repair costs. Yeah, which uh, I like, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, because if if you can just pass it on to, you know, if you can pass on all the repairs to an owner, owner Hawk, and uh, you know, you didn't, you could just pocket that ten thousand dollars if you didn't have to do anything, right? Yeah, so, uh, or or just pay it back. You know, um, yeah. you know, I am paying six percent on that money. I don't know if I want to pay six percent long term on it if I'm not going to use it. But I, I can tell you right now, if I go and use that ten grand as repair costs. Um, I'm selling this property probably for 240, 245 now. Um, you know, if it's worth 235, I'm selling it for more. This property is going to be 80% ready to go. Um, 90% ready to go. Uh, yeah. so now I'm raising the price. I'm getting, you know, uh, you know, two, three times my, my money back out of it for doing it. So. Uh, and I don't know what kind of condition it's in. So that this is my insurance policy uh, that, hey, if I see it and I'm like, yeah, I got, I got, I've got to go do this work, rather than take it out of my pocket, I can wrap it into my loan. Yeah, love it. I'm going to title this one, How to Make a Marginal Deal if, into a Phenomenal Deal. And borrow all your repair costs. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, guys, hope you're able to follow along with us. And uh, we, we didn't move too quick. I know we moved pretty fast through all these offers. Um, but, you know, if you guys gain, you know, any insight of, or, or just one piece of information on, you know, try just offering principal only. Um, and always think of a seller subordination offer. Um, because that's that's where we move from a marginal deal to a phenomenal deal, right? Is by doing seller subordination because then we have nothing into it. Um, we can borrow the repair costs and uh, we can get a big down payment for you know from our owner occupant, and that's cash in your pocket. Um, and then there's a payday over those terms over that term, and uh, you know there's a bigger payday at the end of it. Uh, when that owner occupant goes to refinance this uh, or, you know, actually brings in traditional financing when they cash you out. Isn't it funny, Jonathan, that I, we can make significantly more money by offering 25 to $35,000 more for yeah. this property. Yeah. Yep. And you, the, the creative way to do that is subordination and, um, you know, that, that, that makes it all work and, and bring in, you know, much bigger profits. Yeah, this worked because he owed very little and he needed, you know, uh, uh, enough money to go do what he needed, but it wasn't too much. You know, you can use subordination in a number of ways. You can borrow the, the majority of the money, but we don't want to, that, that's not how we do it. Uh, we're, we're using private money. We're paying six-ish percent interest for it. Um, that, that's higher interest than we would like. So if it's on a smaller amount, works well for us. If it's on a bigger amount, starts to screw things up for us. Yep. Cool. Okay, guys, we'll wrap it up right here. Uh, 
hope you're enjoying this. If you are, please, please, please uh, go out there, rate and review our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts really helps us uh, with their algorithm and, you know, to uh, put us in front of more people as a recommendation for those who are looking for the same content. Um, if you guys uh, want to reach us, you can do so uh, on our Facebook page or our Facebook group, uh, the Creative Financing Podcast. Um, if you guys are interested in our uh, Creative Financing Academy, where uh, we you know show you how to do this in video format, and um, you know we we take it from the beginning all the way through, uh, you know these advanced strategies. Um, definitely uh, hit us up on our hotline, but, you know, first of all, go get our video. If you haven't done that yet, um, it'll give you a little taste of uh, what it's like. Uh, so text CFP to 877-409-8090 to get that, to get access to that video. Um, and if you're interested in the Academy, let us know there. Um, if you would like to, uh, get more information about Jeff's apprenticeship program, please email Rebecca, that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A at weofferoptions.com and just let her know you're interested in the apprenticeship program. Um, <clears throat> and of course, all of our episodes are archived at the creativefinancingpodcast.com. So you can go there for those. Uh, any last words, Jeff? Nope. Um, we, we just uh, passed our 150th episode and wanted to thank all of our listeners. Please um, continue to share what we're, we're giving and, you know, rate and review us. Uh, that would really be awesome. So we appreciate all of you. Yep, for sure. Thanks, guys. And until next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.